Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today is uh, March 25th, and I was sitting here reading this book uh, called The Order of Time by, I believe, Robert Cavelli. I, I think that's his, uh, I'll link to it in the show notes. And in the book, it's a book about astronomy. I've been reading a lot of books on astronomy lately. And in the book, he was sharing how time in the mountains is a lot faster than time at sea level. Like, like time at sea level goes slower than the time up in the mountains. And I did an episode about this before, but I've put some new connections together that I want to share with you or put a new connection with you I want to I want to share with you. So basically when you're standing the the time at your feet is slower than the time at your brain. Right? So the closer we are to the sun or to the sky, the faster time speeds up and the closer we are to the earth, the more time slows down. That's basically. And so I bring that up to say, if, I, I, you know, to me it's popular, but a lot of us have heard of grounding techniques, ways to ground ourselves. And, it, you know, when typically when people talk about grounding themselves, we, it, they talk about, you know, walking outside barefoot, walking um, on the beach, feeling the sand under your feet, um, you know, walking on, on grass, these types of, of uh, laying down, grounding ourselves. And although I understood it viscerally, meaning that when I do walk on sand or grass or lay down outside and uh, play on the dirt, I do feel calmer, more relaxed. There's something soothing about connecting with nature and and especially being close to the ground, but I had never understood it scientifically. And now I understand that being on the ground slows down time. The closer we are to the ground, the more we can slow down time. And so naturally, we'd be slowing down our heart rate, slowing down our breathing, slowing down our mind. So if we want to slow down our heart rate, if we want to slow down our breathing and slow down our mind and our thoughts, we have to get closer to the ground. Or, let me rephrase it, it would be more beneficial and more helpful to get closer to the ground. I mean, think about those times you see this in movies when people feel overwhelmed, when they want to be held and life is just feels like it's too much to bear, we naturally drop down to the ground. You, you see those uh, images and, and uh, scenes in movies where, you know, the person's taking a shower and then they start crying and collapsing and drop down. We naturally drop down to the ground when there's a fire the first thing they say to do is stop, drop, 
and roll, right? So getting down to the ground in so many situations is natural to us. It's it's innate. And it's our our body is aware of the healing and soothing properties of being close to earth, being close. And, you know, now that I think about it, you know, we call it Mother Earth. So who doesn't want to be close to their mother? I mean, unless like you had an abusive relationship or a strained relationship or or she hasn't showered in a couple of days and maybe, you know, <laughs> I don't know why your mom hasn't showered in a few days. But it, so we call it Mother Earth and... I don't know about, but I, at least for myself, I, there's, as a kid when I was nine, I mean, when you're young, there's nothing more soothing than uh, having my mom hold me or read me a bedtime story. Just being close to my mom, especially if I was tired or, or sad about something, um, to be close to your mom. So to be close to earth, right? And I think that's also why. Uh, we love like jacuzzis and and going to the pools and, and if you go to Europe, you know they're so huge on saunas and cold plunges and all these things that naturally bring us close to the earth. So I'm going to share with you a few other grounding techniques because it's so funny. I sent out a text message to a few of my friends uh, sharing this idea of grounding and the importance of it and the science of it, I should say. And some of them responded back to me how they were using today as a way of grounding themselves. So it just so happens I'm, I'm reading about this in an astronomy book and then I'm sharing it with friends and friends I haven't even talked to in months, uh, in some cases years, and they're responding back to me and me. So I was like, I need to share this with you all because there's something in the air. And if You've listened to the previous episode where I had astronomer or astrologist, not astronomer, astrologist James Moran on uh, sharing, you know, what we can expect in April, May and June. And he talks about how uh, it's so important for us to be grounded and find ways to get closer to the earth because April brings with it some excitement. And we can get a little lost up in the clouds and maybe fly too close to the sun. So we want to be more buoyant than uh, inflationary. So here's some grounding techniques. If you're feeling like, wow, I'm just really in my head, feeling really anxious, uh, maybe off center, off kilter, just, um, just, just unsettled and wild, number one, and this is something I love to do. Put your hands in cold water, like d- dumping a bunch of ice and just put your hands in there or your feet for three minutes, three minutes, and then let them cool down. And I promise you now, you know, another way that I do this is I'll take it like a cold shower so you can put your hands in a, in a, a bucket or a pot of cold water with some ice, uh, or put your feet in there, whichever or, either or. If you live by a river, I've done this where I put my feet in like a cold uh, river and it, for three minutes, and you'll be like, her, 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 her. the first couple, 
but then you take your feet out and it's such a release and you'll you'll just feel like okay i can handle things life life is manageable life is it definitely gets you out your head because all that blood will flow to your fingertips uh number two so number one is you know it, it you know put your hands in some ice cold water put your feet in some ice cold water for about three minutes it doesn't have to be three it could be 30 seconds it could be a minute but try to shoot for three if you can or you can do a minute on minute off whatever serves you number two pick up something really heavy really heavy like uh, uh, if you have a dumbbell or a kettlebell or a gallon of milk um, or a child, just pick up something heavy and and just hold it for and just like notice it. You know, think of the the color of it and maybe the texture and you know, is it soft? Is it hard? Is it is it cool? Is it warm? Just kind of notice it. As you, as you know, and once again, holding that for about three minutes and then let it go and then pick up something light. You know, this is this is why I love weights. It's like I can pick up a really heavy weight. Like if you're working out, you know, you can work your way up to the uh, the heavy weight. Like, you know, arm curls with 10 pounds and 15 and then 30 and then work your way back down to, to 15 and then 10 and then five, that kind of thing or. But just pick something up that's heavy. It, it weighs um, something, you know, substantial. Not anything that's going to throw your back out. You could even pick up a pack of a, a stack of books, like just you know, carrying it from one end to the other, and then uh, you know, pick up something light, like like bread and and or toilet paper. <laughs> It'll feel so much lighter. But once again. It gets the blood circulating, gets us out of our head. Remember, because our head speeds up time. So we want to get out of our head and we want the blood to get circulating and into our feet. The third way to ground ourselves, and I'm, I'm going to try to give us 10, uh, is to breathe deeply, right? Um, five seconds in, five seconds out. They call this HRV breathing. Uh, actually, HRV breathing is 5.5. So to breathe in, so let's try it now. Let's inhale for five, four, three, two, one, half. And exhale, five, four, three, two, one, half. That quickly, and if we do that for about three minutes, what a game changer, ladies and gents! What a game changer! So breathing deeply, I know. And if you if you want to add a little something to that, place your left hand on your heart and your right hand on your stomach, or vice versa, um, as you breathe, laying down, and try that five, four, three. Two, one. So number three is breathe deeply. Um, number four, go for a short walk. Take a lap. Walk it off. Get some fractals in. 
Feel the breeze on your face. Feel the temperature change. Hear the cars going by or, you know, if you, you live out in the country, the birds or, you know, hearing the twigs break up, break under your feet. Maybe you live by a river, hear the babbling brook. Like, get outside, hear nature, smell nature. Or if you live in an urban area, your car's honking, take all that in. Leave your headphones at home. It's, it's safer for you to, especially live in an urban area. You don't want to be walking the streets with noise-canceling headphones. You're not, you're not going to hear that, that, that robber uh, rock, trying to rob you. Like, put your hands up. And you're like, what? Oh, you talking to me? My bad. Uh, <laughs> so number four, take a short, take a lap. Even if, it, if it's just going outside to check the mail or grab your newspaper, take it, go for a walk. What are you doing? Uh, All right. So number five, number five, um, move your body. And, and I, I, you know what I love about number five, move your body. I know we talked about going for a walk, but even if this means like uh, cleaning up the house or dancing, you know, I love to put on some Afro, um, music afro dance music my boy trevor noah from the daily show i heard him talking about it on a podcast and i didn't know that i loved afro beats now i'm i'm dancing and grooving to afro beats it doesn't matter how you move your body you can move your body to rearrange things in the house to clean up things to paint take out the trash there's so many ways to move your body right prepare a bath uh Cook, meal prep, chop, chop wood, carry water. Move, move your body. Move, move your body, body. All right, number six. Number six is, you know, try the five, four, three, two, one method. And so if you've never heard of this before, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, is uh, working backward from five, use your senses to list Things you notice around you. For example, you might start by listing five things that you hear, then four things you see, three things you can touch from where you're sitting, and two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. So, like, five things I can hear right now. I can hear a a dog. I heard a a plane. Um, I can hear my voice in, in the headphones that I'm in. Occasionally, I'll hear myself tapping on the uh, counter here as I'm passionately uh, expressing all the things. And and the fifth thing I hear is somebody like fiddling with something outside um, in the kind of alleyway that we have. So I'm hearing five things, four things that I see. I see uh, a bunch of my knives. I see uh, one of my uh, raw vegan cookbook that we have and never use. It's just on display. I just love the look of it. <laughs> Plus, we also have two wine bottles, which we don't even drink. That's why they're still here after, I don't know, they're like 50. They probably should toss that out. I, I know that, you know, wine tastes better with time, but I think these there's been too much time for these bottles of wine. <laughs> and then also see my bamboo uh, utensils that I, I, I love so much because I, I hate the sound of 
metal utensils. So I have bamboo utensils. Uh, so, you know, th- those are examples of, you know, just going through your five, four, three, two, one method, right? Uh, that was number six. Number seven is uh, think about things in categories, right? And I love to do this. Choose one or two broad categories such as musical instruments, ice cream flavors, mammals, or baseball teams, and take a minute or two to mentally list as many things from each category as you can. So, like, take baseball teams, right? Try to list as many, like, you know, give yourself a a goal of, like, 10 baseball teams. See if you can name 10 baseball teams. And then just go through that. Sometimes I do it with state capitals. See if I can list 15 state capitals. But think of things in in categories. You have musical instruments. Think of, uh, you know, three wind instruments. Or sometimes I'll do, like, friends from middle school, and I try to list off, like, their full names, 10 people from middle school. This is a great memory game also, right? Um, Ice cream flavors. I I don't need to be thinking about ice cream flavors. That's just going to make me want to go out and get some ice cream. But think about things in categories. You could be like, uh, you know, household appliances uh, that you have. Or think about five things that you've given away in your life or five things that you found. I mean, that, that would be pretty challenging to think about five things. I know I remember I found $10 once. I found, I don't know what else I found. I found a, 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 a wallet recently, and somebody left it in a locker at the YMCA. Of course, I turned it in. Um, I'm trying to think of. I found a kid. A kid was lost. <laughs> that sounds strange. Oh yeah. Oh, did you find a kid or did you take the kid? Uh, I found a kid and uh, returned him to his. We were able to find his parents. But uh, yeah, you know, th- think of things in categories, like broad categories. Uh, like 80s TV shows, you know, uh, it, for me it was like the Cosby Show, Cheers, uh, Golden Girls, uh, you know. So like giving yourself like like name 10 of those or name 15 of those or three of those or whatever, but think of things in categories. Once again, these are ways to ground ourselves naturally. Naturally. Um, number eight, use an anchoring phrase. Oh yeah. This might be something like I am full name. I'm X years old. I live in city state. Today is Friday, June 3rd. It's 10 4 in the morning. I'm sitting at my desk at work. There's no one else in the room. And you can expand on the phrase by adding details until you feel calm, such as it's raining lightly, but I can still see the sun. It's my break time. I'm thirsty, so I'm going to make a cup of tea. What I love about the anchoring phrase is it's, I don't know if you're like, if you've ever watched um, war films, like old war films, especially like in Vietnam, and the anchoring phrase is something they used for uh, prisoners of war when they were captured. So they, they were always taught that if you're captured, just repeat your name and your, I don't, I don't remember if it was your name, but it was your um, your badge number, I am such and such, I'm, I'm private, such and such, and my badge number is 3548, 
712 or something like that. And they were told to just keep repeating that over and over and over again as a way to prevent them from being broken by whatever torture was taking place for them. So to have an anchoring phrase, uh, you know, some places they'll call like a mantra or affirmation. If you're in transcendental meditation, they'll, they'll give you an anchoring phrase to say, and it's your own. But what I like about this is that it's kind of, uh, uh, it's something that you can build on, right? So you're starting off with what's your, what's your full name, how old you are, where you live, what today is, and you know uh, where you are currently, right? And then you can build on it, like you know what's what's going on outside. It's raining lightly, but I still see the sun. It's my break time. I'm thirsty, so I'm gonna go make a cup of tea. So you know you can build on your anchoring uh, phrase, and I, I I love that. Number nine, number nine, um, practice self-kindness, right? And here's what I love about practicing self-kindness is, uh, and I, I don't even know if I like the word, self-compassion. And, and I know it sounds, you know, la-di-da, but practicing self-compassion is being aware of what's contributing to what you're experiencing. So it can sound like, Listen, Lee, I know you're going through a rough time, but you'll make it through. You're strong. You can move through this pain. You're trying hard. You're doing your best. These are, you know, it's almost like you're talking to your best friend. Uh, for myself, when, um, you know, I'm, I find myself beating myself up or a little too flighty or, or, or uh, untethered, basically, you know, I'll start to say things like, you know, I understand, Leo. You you only you slept uh, three hours last night. Um, you had uh, too much sugar in your diet today. You um, you, uh, you maybe you didn't work out, or uh, you might be exhausted from having you know having having too many things on your schedule. Like just com- being completely kind to yourself. And then what you'll find is, and it is not letting yourself off the hook, and it's not like giving yourself excuses. What it does is it's it's a momentary reprieve from the stresses and pressures and expectations that you we may feel at the moment so that we can continue to move forward. It's like, hey, I know this sucks. I, I know it's, it, it, it's, it's a pain in the butt. And, you know, it, it's like, again, with this, um, what if, you know, X, Y, and Z? Or um, why don't we just take a big breath and we move forward? We, we've done this before, and so do we think we can, we can do it again today just for today? And so what I love about self-compassion is it's acknowledging how we feel, saying, like, this sucks, it's challenging, or it's sad, or it's heartbreaking, or just acknowledging the emotion of like, oh my God, this is so stressful, or such a pain in the butt, or um, it's or it's ridiculous. I can't, I have the audacity that they would ask me to do this. And then we could continue to move forward. I'm, 
I'm, I'll be reading, I'm reading a book um, on the use of the F word. And, and I think in that book, they talk about the power of profanity. And uh, but I can't wait to, to, to read it because there is some literature on why we should curse and wh- why those pe- and why people who curse are more trustworthy. Apparently, I, I'm sure they I'm sure it's true, but not exhaustive, as my buddy uh, Andrew Huberman likes to say. And then, of course, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you one mo. I'm going to give you one mo grounding exercise. And that is to list your favorites. That's right. List your favorite foods, songs, movies, books, places, so on, because we love to do that. I, I don't know about you, but I love when I read about, uh, you know, somebody's top 10, right? Top 10 movies, top 10 uh, artists, top 10 rappers. Like, okay, so if I was to list my, my top five foods it would have to be fish you know particularly salmon oh, and, I, and I, I love halibut that's that's my that's my joint right now some halibut and then uh what's another food i mean if, if i'm being uh decadent then the the gyros i mean that that brings me back to my childhood i haven't had one in forever but just growing up i loved a gyro so people call it a hero but the, the gyro, where you bite into it and the juices run down your arms, I, I absolutely love that. And then I also grew up with the Polish sausage, which you can't get out here in Los Angeles. It's a, a Chicago thing, and I'm sure you can get it in New York and maybe even Boston. Uh, I love that. And then uh, what's the fifth favorite food? I You know, I, I actually love... Uh, I like I love having my eggs. I like I like having my eggs with a little mic with some microgreens in there in the morning. I feel strong. I like my sardines, my canned. I, I've been eating. I can't believe I'm eating canned sardines the way that I'm eating canned sardines. But I am. And then in terms of songs, like I, I was talking about Afro beats. I'm listening to uh, Chopin, um, chill Chopin. I like chill. Chopin right now, love Afro beats. Um, I got to tell you, Spotify is, uh, oh, man. Oh, this new uh, uh, Bunny, Bad Bunny, K Pretende. Is it K Pretende? I, I think it's called K Pretende. Like, what What? What do you, what pretending? I don't know. But it's, uh, I think it's J, it's, it's uh, Bad Bunny with J Balvin or Blavin. Uh, incredible. <laughs> incredible. Uh, movies, uh, that new Nightmare Alley was really good with, um, oh, I forget the guy's name, but it's still in theaters right now. Nightmare Alley, so good. I really enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed that King James with uh, Venus and Serena Williams. That was enjoyable. Um, but yeah, you know, make a list of your favorites just to kind of ground you. And then, Let's give you one last one. Since we're talking about music, let, make a playlist. Make a playlist about how you're feeling right now. You know, like, so like if you're feeling sad, make a sad playlist. If you're feeling excited, make an exciting playlist. Like lean into the emotion. And, uh, and, and then, you know, make, make it like, you know, five to ten songs. Make a playlist. 
or at least write a list of songs for your mood. And then I would even share it and see if, if any of your friends, you know, this is what's really incredible about social media is this an opportunity for us to create something, share it, and then have others add to it. So like with Spotify, I, I don't know how it is with Pandora, but I know I can create a, a playlist on Spotify. I can create one, I believe, on YouTube, share it with my friends, and then they can add their songs to it. I mean, how incredible. So now you have this ever-evolving playlist that you know uh, gives you insight and awareness into your friends and what, and what they love and like, and also gives you an opportunity to share what you love and like, and then you're learning about each other, and it becomes kind of this amoeba uh, type of thing, and then you kind of get these little Christmas gifts because now you know, you feel sad, and then you go to your playlist, and you're like, oh, let's see what such and such has added to the playlist. So listening to music, creating playlists, um, these are all such powerful ways that we can uh, we can ground ourselves. And at, and, and at the end of the day, the best way to ground ourselves, you know, I believe, is to come back to our routine. A lot of times when we feel untethered, we've gotten away from our routine. Whether, you know, your bedtime routine, morning routine, daytime routine, I know for sure I can admit I'm off my routine. I'm not journaling the way I typically journal as much. I've been consistently meditating every day for 20 minutes, but not journaling um, as uh, consistently. I'm always writing. I, I never stop writing, but to, to, but, the, but the focused time at a time of journaling, I, I admit that I have not been doing in the way that I expect to do. But I will say this, our practice, our, our routine, it's supposed to evolve and adapt and change to, because I tell you what, when I was on the road, what I discovered is I love at the end of the day when I'm in bed is using that time in bed right before sleep to write down my day. And that's how I get to sleep. I, it, it was so wonderful and perfect when I was uh, in Alaska and I was like, oh my God. And it was just something that I was just naturally doing. I, I really wasn't doing before. I, I usually you know, journal uh, in the morning and then I might take a few notes at night. But something, I, I don't know, just it just felt natural and it felt needed to at the end of every night really go through my entire day and write down uh, what happened like little bullet points and uh, so you you'll find that your, your routine and your practice and what works for you it evolves and it also is going to change uh, if your environment changes um, if your schedule changes so allow for that and and so to be compassionate with yourself uh, in those situations. But uh, so I hope this was valuable to you. The name of the book is The The Order of Time by Carlo Rovelli, by Carlo Rovelli. Um, And yeah, it's gotten like four and a half uh, stars on Amazon. Look at that, Carlo Rovelli. And I'll link to that in the show notes if you want to check it out. But I hope that uh, 
take a big exhale. I know I threw a lot at you just now. And this is going to be a, a podcast that you um, are probably going to want to listen to a, a few times. And I would say at least three more times. And share, if you found any value in what was shared with you in this episode or any episode, please take the time, take a second, take a, take a breath, share it with a friend, share it with three friends. Let that, I tell you what, share it with three of your friends. Three of your friends, even if they're your enemies, if you don't have any friends, three people you know. I, I love to reach out to people who are in my contacts who really aren't friends, but I'm like, well, you're in my contacts, so you, you're gonna you're gonna hear some, you're gonna hear from me, you're gonna hear from me until you block me, right? So uh, I'm gonna leave you with that. I feel like I'm I'm, I'm gonna start rambling <laughs> here pretty soon, and and know that. Um, you can always, you know, go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.